no better way to get better at football than playing football. So like, Taylor's gonna finish it. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think you know I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm gonna get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third, right end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts Cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. What up? What up? If you're on YouTube, guys, please ring that bell with the subscribe button. Don't forget to give us a like and comment below throughout the video with your thoughts. It's the best way to support us, guys and gals, and it's completely free. So today, we're going to go off, go not, not really off topic, but we're going to talk about something more general. Can the Indianapolis Colts contend in the AFC South as is pre-draft, you know, right now? With what we've done in free agency with the new coaching staff, you know, that that's what we're here to talk about today. So what I like to believe is, you know, the NFL has parity. You know, anybody, any team can technically win the Super Bowl. I, I really think that there, there's a chance for almost any team to do some damage in the league, especially teams in the AFC South, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let, let let's talk about it. Jamal, where where would you like to start? We're going to start with the Indianapolis Colts. And before we start with them, yo, we want to give a shout out to everybody who dropped them comments. We love it every single day. But I will always stand by what I say. If I say that MPJ <laughs> and the wide receiver room ain't motivated, they ain't motivated. <laughs> I promise y'all. I promise y'all. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. You got to have. You got to have that fire in you. You got to have the dog in you. I'm not going to sit here and say that every team's wide receiver room or linebacker room or any position group for that matter is the most motivated out there. However, I will say that based off of what I've seen, I stand strong with what I say that there is not enough competition. That's one of the biggest things that Colts have been getting a lot of uh, flack on is the competition and the wide receiver room. Marvin Harrison ain't there anymore. Reggie Wayne's not there anymore. These two dudes fed off each other. Dallas Clark. We look at these guys. I mean, you know, any, any of these names that you look, Dallas made Marvin better. Marvin made Reggie better. You know, Brandon Stokely, all these names you talk about, they all made each other better. But when I got an MPJ who is Colts wide receiver one, I got an Alec Pierce who said preseason, who said preseason that he doesn't fear Stefan Gilmore. A former 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, a Super Bowl champion, he ain't worried about Stephon Gilmore? Come on. Come on. You thought you talking that highly over yourself as a rookie. Come on, guys. We got we to gotta be realistic here. It's like confidence. It's confident. I, and I love confidence. I am all about confidence, but I am a realist. You can't say that somebody who can lock you up ha- doesn't fear you. Doesn't fear you. I would, I would love to have seen some practice film. I know he got one or two over him, but I'm pretty sure Alec Pierce's first ball he ever went for against um, Stefan Gilmore got picked off. Pretty sure, but I'll, I'll go back and check on that maybe for next week's episode. But anyway, neither here nor there. We're going to get on to the Colts now, uh, get back on track. Um, listen, Colts haven't been the busiest team in the, the NFL this offseason. We all know that. Um, besides the coaching changes, all that hoopla and all that stuff, you know, there are a few things that took place. Got a new defensive lineman, got a new backup quarterback a new kicker, just named a few. So when I kind of think of where the Colts stand in the AFC South right now, and are we a contender or can we be in contention for that? Um, 
that that's that's a pretty loaded question. Um, when I think of the players we lost, we lost Okereke. We we expected to lose him based off of him coming into that contract season. We knew we couldn't pay him that Shaq Leonard money. Um, a lot of fans wanted to see Campbell stick around, but I completely understand why the Colts probably didn't want to entertain the contract or maybe match what the Giants did. Again, we gave a full breakdown of that Giants contract. There were a ton of stipulations, practices, games, catches, yards, so many things that go into place. With that That's a lot to ask for um, to match. So when I think of these names and, of you know, honestly, honestly, Eric, being 100 percent real with you right now, the biggest surprise lost this offseason. Can you guess who it was for me? It's probably not who you think. Mm-mm. Matt Pryor. I know he had his troubles, but he was on the uptick, dog. I, I, I don't know why they let him go. Um, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, all right. I'm just messing. Shiz. I'm just messing. It's obviously. I, I, for that. <laughs> I couldn't do that if I wanted to. It's obviously Gilly Lock. Um, you know, we needed to clear up cap space. I think that was clear. Colts didn't want to entertain the rest of that, what, 10 million, I think it was for him. Um, but I felt like we could we could have got a little more than the fifth round pick from him. You know, we, we kind of just gave him away, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I think that mm. that is our biggest Jalen loss. Ramsey went for a third round pick. That's true. Player. That's true. So I know. I, and it's that age that I believe factors into that. You're right, because you had the whole thing where people were coming at you saying he, he should be a first round. He, they should only train. Yeah, that was Rams round, fans. So. They were. Delusional. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I guess you have to be realistic. Scenario. Yeah, yeah, you got to be realistic there. Um, but if it's the fifth round pick uh, for Gilly Locke, you know, I think that's going to hurt us. I And I mentioned those positions because they're all on the defense side of the ball, less Matt Pryor, um, because the defense side of the ball is where we had our most success for us this season, even with the injuries that were coming on for us. So it kind of makes me nervous because now we have a botched cornerback room uh, that we still are trying to figure out from there. We have to figure out if Shaq is going to come back healthy this year. How's that going to play for EJ Speed? Will he lose a lot of time on the field? Um, you know, there there are a lot of questions. We we look at the the defensive line, um, where I assume that Yannick is officially going to be gone here soon, uh, especially with the pickup of Samsung Ebukam. So, you know, he's coming off of a career year with with the 49ers. So I I don't really know if he if his presence will make up the difference for for Yannick's sack game uh but I do know his run defense is better you know or his run his run stoppage is better so there are a lot of different things on the defense side of the ball that's kind of been making me nervous in regards to this upcoming pre-draft season and then we turn to the offensive side of the ball where I do think our biggest pickup is obviously Garner Minshew we finally have a chance to get a competent backup quarterback uh y'all know how I feel about Nick Foles I've said it day in and day out um he just he when Matt Ryan didn't show up, Nick Foles said, I got to show up. And he didn't show up either. Um, so that was an experiment that failed. Sam, yeah, Sam there. I don't know why they're still even holding on to him. I said what I said about Sam all season. They're wasting they're wasting time with him. Just let him out of here. Um, that was your so, boy. Yeah, he still is my boy. They're wasting his time. They're, they're, his, you know, they picked up Garner now. So it's official. Well, he's actually going to be, I guess, QB1 until we officially get a quarterback. But. Come on, he's gonna Sam's gonna ride the third bench again for the rest of the season if he, you know, if for whatever reason he stays around. Uh, but I do appreciate the Minshew pickup. I think that that's what the Colts need for a boost to confidence and elevation on offense. That's obviously not the end game. He's not gonna be, he can be, but he's not gonna be the starter for the entire 2023 season. 
Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This is giving me PTSD because do you remember when we said this? When every Colts fan, content creator, everybody was saying Nick Foles, you know, was yeah. going to be that confident backup for us, that high yeah. end. I mean, he can be inserted. He's got the experience. Oh man, I'm, I'm not trying to. I, yeah, no. Garden Minshew's ahead. here. Yeah, he he could potentially be in line to start for us in 2023. Minshew mania. Everyone's everyone knows his familiarity with Shane Steichen. I just know like. He, he's here to be a backup though he's only here yeah. to just compete um and yeah after last season like i was saying like we all thought matt ryan was the guy we all thought nick Foles was going to be a, a nice backup for us i i do agree Minshew is better uh but i i just don't know how this is going to impact us going forward and as far as progressively are, are we going to get more wins with Minshew under helm um you know he he's solid at best but I right. was looking, you know, just thinking about his career. He he's very inconsistent, and that's why he's been slotted into that backup role. And I, I expect a short lease from him uh, if we draft the quarterback in the coming weeks. But like, gotta remember, I mean, Minshew is in a better situation than than he is now. Um, sure, Shane Steichen's the head coach now, but Shane Steichen was the OC and with the Eagles, sure. he's not the head coach. They had a better offensive line. They had better playmakers around them. We have to temper expectations here. And I I want to pose this question to all the viewers. Please comment below. Let's say we start out 6-2 and two with Gardner Minshew under center. What happens when, you know, we have an Anthony Richardson, we have a Will Levis, we, we have somebody, a young gun. Do you pull the, do you pull Gardner Minshew? to get the rookie some live reps, you know, midway through the season, you're in a winning situation or do, do you stick it out with Minshew until the wheels fall off? What, what do you do there, Jamal? It's a great question. And I think that's one where you got to obviously read the room um, six and two. I don't think that I'm going to pull my starter who is in a groove. That's eight games in. That's the midpoint of the season. That's where you're flying high. You know, you worked out some of your kinks. And at that point, the offense or the team in general starting to mesh and click a whole lot better. So I, there's no way I can disturb that by letting him in, letting in a new quarterback. Now, could we do it on some maybe like uh, some design place to let them come in, you know, for a play or two here or there just to let them get their feet wet? Sure, I'm all down with that. But I can't I can't with a good conscience say, all right, even though you've taken us to the promised land so far, we're going to go ahead and dump you out so we can let the young guy get some reps in to potentially jeopardize because he has to fully mesh with the full first team. Even if he's practicing with them, practice speed is not game speed. So it's going to be hard for him to recreate what that game speed, that game flow will be getting with those first team reps versus being on the second team. So I, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough question because you, you, you want to see the guy you draft at number four, number three, potentially. You want to see him in there. You want to see him against these NFL teams, see what he can do on an NFL level. But then again, mm-hmm. like like you said, taking the quarterback out, you know, different groove. Offense, the offensive system may change. You know, Gardner Mishu isn't the same type of quarterback as XYZ. Uh, things change, and I could throw the chemistry off. You know, who knows? But, guys, please, please let us know, like, yeah. what would be the best option there? But, yeah, Jamal, I – I don't know. I I'm, I'm tired of being yeah, so optimistic for sure about the Colts. We did it last season, and I'm you know talking about can we contend right now? I mean, I'm I'm gonna be pessimistic and just say I don't know. Absolutely not. I don't think we are. Um, 
even even with the weak division, like the Texans are the Texans. Uh, they're not striking fear in anyone's eyes. Tennessee Titans, they I feel like they've been on a downward spiral mm-hmm. since they fired their GM. You know, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're the clear favorites to win. Um, and more than they, you know, than we were last year. We were the favorites to win the division, according to odds makers in Vegas. But you got to think they're in a really good place right now. Um, they're they're just right off that high of of going toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the divisional championship. They're going to get Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. next season. Mm-hmm. You know, after being out for a year from gambling suspension, um, the offense is going to be really good. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Evan Ingram, rock solid, decent offensive line. I they're the favorites right now. So can yep. we contend? You know, can we make a wild card spot? I no, I don't think so. I I think the the road to the playoffs for us has always been we have to win the AFC South at least right now. Right. No, uh, agreed. And, I, and I'm glad you mentioned some of these other squads because you're right. The the Jaguars are the clear cut favorites right now. I think they're like minus 155 or something along those lines. So they're going to kind of like we were last year. Right. I think they take that. And I actually I, I feel personally that we we continue to fall in the AFC South. Um, when we especially when you look at, you know, there may not be any teams fearing the Texans, but they've they've done some work this offseason. You know, they've they figured out, of course, they got rid of Brandon Cooks, who didn't want to be there anymore. He didn't want to be a part of that rebuild process. Um, but they picked up some good players. They picked up some offensive linemen, they picked up running backs, wide receivers. I can name them all off. I'm not gonna. Um, but tight ends, you know, safeties, they they've D'Amico has come in there and tried to at least start to the transition for this team that's rebuilding. And they're in a very unique spot, um, you know, with their, with their draft pick because they have the option to pick draft who picks. they want they to. have two, yeah, two picks. picks you're right. Round. Two you're very right. high picks. So You're right. So they are in a very unique spot where I think that they could, they could, you know, surpass us as far as it goes for that. I mean, we, we look at what happened last year, even with two botched, terrible teams, we go to overtime with them game one, we tie second game, we lose. Um, so, you know, call it what you want. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we really move anywhere from them. And then we look at the Titans, you know, the Titans, I I, I still fear that the Titans, even with Ryan Tannehill aging as much as he is and all the talk about Derrick Henry and all that. Titans, man, we saw the Malik Willis experiment. Uh, it didn't go as well as the Titans hoped it would this past season. So they're still in a great position to jump the jumpers as well to that number three spot. Now that will cost a lot for them. I'm sure it'll be a whole lot. But if you're the Titans at this point, do you want to stick it out with the older Ryan Tannehill and keep Malik Willis or have to possibly worry about Malik Willis being that number one or, or you know, or or do you give up that capital and try to get to number three? Because the Titans have been heavy on watching all four quarterbacks, although we know that CJ and, and Bryce are more than likely out of the picture. I would be I would be drinking every night. If I was a Titans fan, <laughs> like you guys just took Malik Willis last year and already you're already giving, giving up. up. Yeah. So that, that is, that is wild, but that's, you know, I tweeted this the other day, you know, Anthony Richardson is not a Malik Willis, a Jamarcus Russell that I see Malik Willis played in a different offense, played in a weaker conference. Um, it, it it's just different. Um, AR, I've seen his tape. I I can't say he's Malik Willis. But anyway, um, I I don't know, man. I I still think the Jaguars are going to take it. Like, yeah. For us to even contend, it all starts with Shane Steichen. That was the big coaching hire. You know, 
the Colts, they shattered into itty bitty tiny pieces under Frank Wright. And I, I can't blame Reich entirely, but he was the head coach, was the play caller at the time. We had high expectations last season, at least a playoff berth, right? At least. But I, I felt like we lost our identity. You know, that the great offensive line, the, the, the great wall of the Colts, run pass, pro, all that, you know, excellent running game. We didn't have that. No one was stopping Jonathan Taylor in 2021, but they they stopped him in 2022. So, you know, a good defense. We've always had that good defense. Maybe not the greatest, but it was always good. Um, so, you know, what happens now with Shane Steichen, now that he's here, Do does he revive those lost characteristics of the Colts, or does he go in a new direction? Does he usher in a new approach? You know, that vertical passing game with explosive plays, That's that's what I've heard him talk about in a lot of interviews lately. You know, he he wants to create explosive plays. He wants to create big plays. And, I mean, that's why Gardner Minshew's in, in here. You know, you look at Gardner Minshew's stats, you know, he's throwing like – he's throwing the ball 30 times a game, but he's eclipsing 300 passing yards. You know, he low completion percentage, but like high passing yards, that, that makes me think the yards per reception, the yards per attempt are very high. Um, he's creating he, – he's pushing the ball downfield. Explosive plays. Um yeah, but it, it's evident in Philly's offense last season. Um, I just, I just want to see if he can put our team, put our players in a position to win, a better position than Frank Wright did. Um, but you know, the the Colts' two biggest problems are definitely quarterback play and offensive line play. So that definitely has to get fixed. Offensive yep. line, we need to see some positive progression. We need to, and I think we will. I, I don't think it can get worse than last year. <sighs> Yeah, I like to think that too. I don't think it can get any worse than last year, but uh, we shall see. I I, I definitely think that Zyken's going to bring in just a different vibe for this for the organization as a whole. Uh, hopefully, he brings in a new expectation as well because I think that that's something where where I kind of felt like after watching uh, Hard Knocks in the season with Colts were on there, you know, the year before last, it was. I don't know, man. It just felt like a very passive, passive, passive place, which is that's just some people's philosophy. That's just some people's philosophy. And that, that's how they work, you know. But I, I think that, you know, someone like Steichen, from what I've seen in interviews and things like that, from him, like he he is a passionate player with with some with that aggression that can show, you know, I think he knows how to play his role during the interview process where he's a he's a smooth talker. He can. You know, he can keep it cordial, but then I, I I feel like, man, behind the scenes, he can be that asshole that that you need him to be to to boost your players up. I don't know. You know, that's just a complete assumption from me. I guess we'll find out here in the upcoming months. <laughs> Why are you going to do this, man? That's the classic face you see on the sideline, no matter what's going on. Colts up by 40, that face. Colts down by 40, that face. Colts lose to in the fourth quarter by 30 points, that face. Colts, the Colts allow the Vikings to come back and, and lose in overtime. That face. It, so I, I don't know if I can look at that face anymore. But he's yeah, been all smiles since Carolina. That's all I'm going to say. My mic was muted, but I, I, I couldn't get it uh, focused in. But yeah, <laughs> if you guys know the Frank Wright face, the 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 passive, just no matter what happens, uh, the, the regular Everybody old smirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, been all smiles since Carolina. So I, I'll be curious to see what happens for them this season. But. I think he's in a good spot. I, I think, think the so. Panthers are they they mortgage their their future, and it's time to draft the quarterback of their future. Yeah, um, we'll see who it is because 
we got to see what the Texans do too. Because yeah. now there's it, it seems like smoke that the Texans may pass on a quarterback, and that will literally change everything. And I guarantee you, somebody trades up to three if that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't really see the Texans passing on them. Um, but if, if they do, and Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is available, the Colts better do everything oh, possible. Everything, Every, hey, anybody's expendable. Life us, let's go and make it happen. Get get to the three spot. We're at the number four, so we we have. I mean, that's the next best pick for the Cardinals. So do everything you can. But yeah. back to our offensive line. Like I was saying, positive regression, right? You got to yeah. see something come up. Tony Sperano Jr., what's he going to do with our offensive line? I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I I mean, I, I think that it was just so many mental clicks. Like I said before, man, I don't know what happened with Ryan Kelly. I don't know if he's just still mentally checked out. Um, again, as much as I talked about Quentin Nelson, I cannot sit here and dog him because Quentin Nelson had a subpar season for Quentin Nelson, but he had a decent season for an average guard, you know? So like, I can't sit here and say that, oh my gosh, he's just regressed so much because he was playing at an elite level. Now he's playing at a, at a normal level. Um, Braden Smith, as, as I mentioned before, he can, if he can fine tune these penalties and things like that, I think that it can take him to the next level too, because he's consistent with blocking his, you know, his past game, his run game, but he's also consistent with penalties um, and, and sacks allowed. So you, those are things you can't be consistent with. Um, yeah. And then Ryman, you know, Ryman, he's coming in second year strong. I, I really do think that some competition at tackle will be nice for him. Um, but I just to, just to kind of, you know, I, I believe in competition. I, I really do believe in competition. I think that every great player who who knows they are the best of their spot got there because they know they can beat the competition. It's not because mm-hmm. they were they were just spoon fed that spot. They weren't handed that spot. Um, you know, there you, you look at Jay Rice and these guys, man. Jay Rice knew that there's no wide receiver on the team that's better than him. Whether or not there was on paper, he knew there ain't nobody better than him. And you just, that's just that's just a killer mentality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something where the competition comes into play and, and not everyone's like that, but I like to see that in players. Uh, and obviously of course we have to address that, that, uh, right guard spot, which I think could be a, a huge fumble for us. Again, if we don't figure that out, that, that could literally devour us because we we can't afford to not have that missing link there. As I mentioned before, whether that means you're going to bring in a new guard or B look to move Ryman down to guard or somebody else. I mean, we tried Braden Smith at guard earlier this season. Uh, you know, that's not, that's not something that's off the table. You could always look at that again. If you get a tackle, you feel is better at right tackle. You could look at bringing uh, Smith down so he can kind of test the waters and see how he is. There are a lot of options you can do on this offensive line. Nothing is out, you know, nothing is played out. So at this point, you got to just try, go into your wheelhouse, Tony Sperano, and see what you have based off your college, um, your college, you know, and your NFL, you know, and, and get this team and get the line in check. Yeah, you've been a big proponent of, of moving a tackle to guard. I want to see if they actually do that. Um, it will. It seems like it's more likely that they'll probably take an interior offensive lineman mm-hmm. probably in the third, fourth round. Um, but yeah, what if they take the better offensive lineman, the better player available, um, which could be like Blake Freeland, like we were talking about, and or maybe they even go in the second round. They could pick up someone like Dewan Jones or something like that. But you know, slot that player in and and play with the offensive line. Uh, see what the best arrangement is, kind of like what they were doing last season, mm-hmm. except last season was a complete mess. But yeah, hopefully yeah. 
there would be some more continuity this time, but I, I could definitely see that. Um, we've seen a lot of players move positions on, on the offensive line, maybe not to center, but like you were saying, right. guard to tackle. Won't say they're interchangeable almost, but they're, they're you know, it can happen. And oh, for sure. I, I, I will agree that I, that would be nice to happen if we can get the best five linemen on the line in the best arrangement possible. I'm all for that. I'm really all for that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't see us contending right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, guys. Anything can happen. Just like last season, Jaguars were probably like plus 2,200 to win the AFC South. They, they did. Yeah. I mean, we see, we see these a lot, but we also, on the other side, we see mostly the favorites do end up <laughs> winning with their yeah. division. Like, yeah. No one's counting out the Chiefs. No one's counting out. No one's... I guess the Eagles, they, they, they're in a tough division now. NFC East used to be one of the, the soft divisions, but that changed. That really did change. Um, but, yeah, it, I think the favorites usually do win more than yeah. half the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else, Jamal, but I, I'll keep it you know, short and simple. Yeah. I don't think we're contending right now as is. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I don't think we're contending right now, as is. Uh, I'll be curious to revisit this maybe later on once the draft is done and we try to see if any other changes happen, you know, right. kind of leading into um, um, uh, OTAs and, and all of that. But right now, you're right. I don't think we I don't think we really pose any threat to, to too many people in the AFC South. Thanks, Dykin. Six-year tenure right now. So, I mean, year one, I don't, yeah. I just, I don't expect it now. Yeah. You know, post-draft, pick up a Lamar Jackson or something like that. Like, man, start changing my mind. But I have to see how the team moves in the in the next coming months to, to see. But right now, I'll take it. I'll see it. I'll see it, For sure. But that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you, do, uh, you listen to podcasts on. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. I'll take care. Take care.